friends, and welcome back to Pod Return to the Waking Sands. We are a Final Fantasy XIV companion podcast where we explore the lore and story of Hydaelyn and beyond. My name is Jen, and I'm joined by my co-host and researcher. I'm Levi. Hi, Levi. How's it going? Well, Jen, I got my Eureka Orthos solo clear. See? I fucking told you. Also, congrats. That's so hard. I was one run away from calling it not worth the hassle. So yeah, it came in the nick of time. Yeah, it was great. It was very exciting. It was very exciting. You were like every 30 seconds, you were wiping your palms off on your pant leg because of the sweat. It was very tense. (laughs) (laughs) Super, super cool. Congrats. Thank you. Mm hmm. Anyway, today we are talking about the Leatherworker job quest through level 50. Yeah, this one, this uh, this series of quests felt, I don't know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not, it's not like dense or heavy, but it, it felt... Real? It, yeah, you know, like um, not, not totally far-fetched, like the, the, the Guildmaster is... Um, more like a real life guildmaster or mentor that you would have, um, just because she's not, you're not immediately her special little boy, you know? The, the, the situations here are very adjacent to real life. Yes. You know, with, um, dealing with, with customers, dealing with order delays, um, dealing with competitors, you know, all these things. It just, it felt very like I, like I'm tired after this (laughs) series of quests. It just felt like a lot, <laughs> but it's very satisfying. Starting with the background first, the Leatherworkers Guild is, of course, located in Gridania, which is the place with easy access to hides aplenty. The Trapper's League keeps a close watch on how many animals are felled to avoid enraging the elementals. And so the supply of leather was restricted. And the Leatherworkers Guild was founded to manage an equitable distribution of these materials and to also teach the care and respect for these materials to aspiring leatherworkers. However, these days, the leather supply has been bolstered by the glut of adventurers going off and killing 10 antelopes or whatever. There is now an influx of hides in the market and things are not as restricted as they once were. This is the story we get from the guild receptionist. Randall. Yeah, Randall. Yeah. And the guild's brand, which we'll hear many times throughout the job quest, is the Finn Ill brand. This is leather couture, essentially. Yes. We go inside the guild and see just a rack of like handbags right on like a central display. Yeah. Yeah, and we've got the uh atelier inside, but this yeah, this is this is couture. This is the the cream of the crop. So to join up, we head for the guild, which is right in in the middle of Old Gridania, right by the water wheel. When we walk inside, Randall, the receptionist, tells us that we'll have to work hard to officially represent the guild. No surprise there, so we get referred to the back room where the real magic happens to meet the guildmaster, Jiva. Jiva Stork employs both style and conservationism in her craft, priding herself on using as much material as possible from every single animal to avoid waste. However, she has a reputation for being harsh and unforgiving. 
Though conversely, she is a mother of two in her home life. Really? Though she keeps her work and her home life very separate. Yeah, she does. Wow. I wouldn't go so far as to call her a tiger mom, though. Because she's seen... Well, she, I mean, she's got high standards, but... Well, she might be. I don't know. You could go either way. <laughs> well, she looks and acts her age of 29. Yeah. I'd say. Just a, a regular-ass blonde here with a fashionable set of leathers. She looks great. Any insight on where she hails from? I want to say El Amigo, because she makes a, a statement like, Rolger, save me! And I'm like, ooh, she's invoked Rolger. Does that mean she's from El Amigo? That's just like a, a theory I have of where her, of her background. Possibly. All right. Yeah, so she doesn't mince words here. If you disgrace the guild, I will flay you and make a chocobo saddle from your skin. She's got some beaten vibes going on. Yeah, um, but without the eccentricities. And that's that's it. So you need to swear to uphold our traditions. And if you don't, I'm going to make stuff out of you. So Jen, do you swear to uphold the traditions of the Leatherworkers Guild? You bet I do. Okay, we're in. We get our first head knife and we make a circle of plain leather. Don't forget go. it, Jen. Okay. Because you forgot it. Oh, pfft. shit. Yeah, you're right. I was like, no, that was the toad leather. No, I forgot both. So what he's talking about is I I did this series of quests in New Game Plus. So I just I pre-made everything because you can't do uh, access your retainers or the market boards in New Game Plus mode. Um, and so, of course, after spending like an hour making all of this shit, I go to start the thing and they're, she's like, I need a circle of leather. And I'm like, no problem. Oh, fuck. I gave it back to my retainer. Log out. Log back in. Get, yeah. Actually, no, I didn't do that. I just got the fucking skin from the guild supplier and made it right there. But that was embarrassing. <laughs> uh, so um, we make the circle of leather. Normal quality, who cares? The leather crafts take earth elemental crystals. And unfortunately, we don't get a description as to what they do in the process. There's no like use the fire to heat it or use the wind to dry it. Maybe it makes it more durable, malleable. I don't know. The yeah, it, it might be a durability thing because, you know, earth, stone, ruggedness. Yeah, earth you think of as being inert usually, so th there's no real action to it. Yeah, and I don't think any of the other elements would make sense, honestly. Like, the closest one would be earth, frankly, you know, for, for tanning leather yeah. or treating it in. in so, yeah. It does feel right, though it's hard to say what it does. Yeah, why? Why does it feel right? Because, you know, air? Nope. Water? Nope. So... Oh, um, she gives us a final warning to not waste skins, Jen. Yeah. Before we make the circle of leather. You betcha. And we turn it in for our assessment and her feedback is, uh, yes, this is one of the circles of leather of all time. It is technically leather. And we're like, okay. Yeah, it's unevenly um, tanned and practically unusable. Yikes. Uh, so this is unlike feedback we get from, I think, any other guild master in the game where they're, they're just so impressed by our skill at such an early stage in our development. And Jiva is like, you're bad. But I can see that there is some care taken here. Obviously, you're, you're, you're a rank amateur. I do see promise. We're not going to be able to use this shit 
you know, this garbage that you just made, but you have promise. Like, okay. And honestly, this is a good way to filter the, uh, the initiates. You know, if you can't handle this constructive criticism, which... She's not constructive. It's... This is... A, yeah. I'm going to call it an, a hostile, Bullying. unhealthy work environment. <laughs> okay. Well, in this particular moment, this feedback, I would say is constructive because she tells you, well, it is unevenly tanned. So take that into consideration the next time you make it. It's practically unusable. So... But at the same time, I can see that, y- you know, yes, her assessment is very... It's rough. It's not It's not nice to hear. So she does tell you what's wrong, but also she insults you in the process. Yeah. Like if it, she says, if this leather had been one iota worse than it is, then I would have kicked you out. But it isn't. So, it, you know, she makes you, it. it's almost abusive. Like she makes you so grateful for those brief moments of you did okay. Like, oh. And, and you can live on that for a while until the next, who knows when, little bit of positive yeah. or neutral feedback comes through. I uh, still like her, but. <laughs> so we make the cut. We get our offhand tool, the all. We go and practice, then return. Next task, she asks us to make three leather chokers. She suggests maybe, um, you know, hunting, since we're an adventurer, hunting for our pelts. You know, she... And she was like, yeah, I know I told you you don't have to because there are plenty of adventurers out there who do it. However, I'm suggesting this to you because it will only deepen your appreciation for the sacrifice the animal made and, you know, hopefully reduce waste in your patterns, et cetera, et cetera. So we make the chokers. Again, the feedback is basically, yes, these are technically leather chokers. But an Oppo Oppo could have achieved similar results. Given enough time, yeah, a monkey could have done it. That's not to say that I don't appreciate your efforts. You delivered on the brief, and that's exactly what you should have done. But the comment still stands, like, a monkey could have done this. And this is, like, the first time in the uh, the crafter quests where I actually see my character, like, being sad. <laughs> <laughs> Doing, like, a sad uh, emotion or a sad uh, animation or a disappointed animation. And actually making the sound, like, mm. normally... You're just stoked because you're so good at everything all the time. Not this time. And then Jiva gives us a lesson on chokers. And that's the thing that she does, actually, which I found really interesting is in a lot of these turn-ins, she will describe, you know, the the purpose for the apparel. Like, we, we use this type of leather. Um, the choker is used here. Instead of gloves, we use ring bands because reasons, you know, and just kind of like, oh, that's enlightening. The chokers think- being, for those curious, to protect your neck while still being lightweight and breathable. It's not going to constrict your neck. Yes. Like a, a metal for... piece might. We get a lecture about the Finn Ill brand, famous throughout Eorzea. But long story short, they just got a big order and they need leather. Lots of it. So go make 12 circles of hard leather. We knock out the 12 hard leathers and they are better than Jiva expected damning through faint praise yes oh thank god it'll be put to good use as training materials did you think that you seriously were good enough to make leather for finn ill this is when my character made the like <laughs> like come on our the, the product is still needed and it will still serve a very important purpose but 
it, we were led to believe that our circles of hard leather were going to be supplying fennel. And that's fair. You know, this is this is fucking Chanel, okay? There is a bit of a silver lining, though, where she says that if you are good enough to make materials for beginners, that means you have advanced beyond just a beginner. Great. Okay. All right. Thanks for that, Jiva. I will take that and jack off to it later. <laughs> Next up, we're asked to make a pair of hard leather caligae and a choker ASAP. Some other guild member bungled the order. They have since been lectured, I'm sure, very harshly. And the offender evidently ran off crying. Yeah. Great workplace. Yeah. It's all good, though. We're here, <laughs> so we can wrap it up proper-like. Uh-huh. So at the assessment, she is um, neutrally appreciative. <laughs> um, the leather has retained its strength, despite it being difficult to work with. And the construction is solid. Great. But um, the clasps aren't secure, and the stitching needs to be tighter. Yes. So we lack attention to detail here. Um, again, this is very good feedback for us to take as we go forward. This isn't abusive for once. And she says that, um, you know, she can take it from here. Like, you, you know, you did your part. I'll fix up the rest of this. So this is going to add more time onto finishing the goods. And the customer has already been, already been waiting. So now is the time for you to learn, you know, taking responsibility for these delays and to prostrate yourself in front of the customer and beg his forgiveness. So dude, uh, Sosobadi, he's chilling out in the lobby. Um, and we go out, we kneel in front of him and we're like, we are so sorry. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Knock that off. Stand up, please. That God, what is, what has happened? And we tell him like, you know, you're Jiva is personally paying attention to the, you know, final touches of your, um, of your items. And uh, unfortunately, that does mean that there will be another, um, you know, a day or two delay in the order, blah, blah, blah. Because we fucked up, don't forget. Right, because we had to pass it to Jiva. And he was like, oh, is that all? Good Lord, it's, that's fine. Also, the fact that your work is good enough for Jiva to pay it her own personal attention. That that says something. So I mean, like this this guy, he should be the guildmaster. Like, how supportive is, is this guy? You know, he he recognizes that. You know, okay, well, it's a delay. Stuff happens, uh, but he's he's ready with some encouraging words for us, and we have to go outside the guild to get that kindness. He also notes that if we are already seeing her personal attention, then she must see promise in us. And she has cut the work of more experienced guild members to scraps for their inadequacy. Indeed. Yes. So he'll be following us with great interest, which weirdly, though, he does not reappear later on. He's like, I'll be back for your stuff later. But we, then he we doesn't. We that a few times, I think. And it's just, we just take for granted that, like, sure, okay, so Sosabadi has requested your skilled hands they could have easily subbed him in for someone else in like the later quests you know have like a reappearing character versus new guys oh, sure. showing up yeah it anyway, would be nice next up is the materia step no story just make some goatskin leggings and attach a materia to them done we get a light nigging upon our submission <clears throat> seven out of ten passing grade she says six which isn't a passing grade six out of ten no 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 
Seven. Yeah, so seven. And then we kind of give her a look, and she's like, oh, what about the other three? Okay, well, let me fucking tell you. You got to work on yourself there, Jen. Oh, that's... You are flawed. That is a rough thing to hear. So we get to that point because she starts talking about, again, the sacrifice that living creatures have made so that we can build these things. And, you know, do we know how this animal lived? Do we know how it was killed? Do we know how it was how it was skinned? That is why you fail. <laughs> <laughs> like, the leggings are fine. You're the one that needs work. Ugh. Okay. All right. So evidently that, I guess the the weight of that knowledge is not coming through in our finished works yet. Fair. We return later and Jiva is in a bad mood. We get the plot of this quest line fairly early as far as these things go. Mm-hmm. Here we get some rumblings of the the final adversary, so to speak. So some Uldan merchant has been badmouthing Jiva's toad leather. He says it, it was reeking of toad slime, and there's no way such a poor thing ever came from the guild. He called it inferior. Unacceptable. <gasps> How dare he? Oh, so she's so mad. We are going to show him the quality of the guild's leather. I love her pettiness. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make the most exquisite circle of toad leather and shove it in his fucking face for free. Take that, you asshole. So we do. We make it and we head over to the Carnline canopy to show him this work. And this guy is awestruck by this toad leather. He's never seen toad leather this exquisite before. And it turns out after he does some hemming and hawing and then realizes that he was mistaken, was that he was buying some discount leather that someone was trying to essentially pass off as being guild quality, but for a fraction of the price and time. Yeah, what? What? So this guy is obviously now very embarrassed because he didn't do his due diligence to, you know, kind of background check this merchant. And he was ready to throw us under the bus. And that's his fucking problem. And um, he's like, well, I'm, I'm going to go and apologize because this I, I can't. Not. This is this is my bad. Oh, and Jiva's like, yeah. So this moment is so delicious for her. Ooh, yeah, he came in and he was groveling and crying and oh, oh, give it to me. So yeah, Amar is the name of the merchant. And so when he's apologizing to us at the curling canopy, he um, tells us that the this brand named Angerbotha is touting themselves as, you know, like Gridanian leather, knowing that that title means something hey jen anger both of these nuts <laughs> okay for the past like minute you've had this look on your face <laughs> that something inside of you is getting ready to explode i'm like i need to say it so the immediate crisis is solved but we have to find out who is besmirching the guild's good name yeah this isn't good we return later and jiva has just thrown out a client that was demanding priority well, maybe in retrospect, they were less demanding and more desperate. So we should maybe check into that. Yeah. Once again, you know, she's she got a little indignant. You know, how dare you tell me, the guildmaster of uh, the, the Danian Leather Workers Guild, how and when I should complete my work. Uh, get the fuck out! She's like, well, okay. No, he maybe he's just desperate. Jiva seems like one of those nightmare bosses that is always disorganized. Like, there's always a fire because there's no management or right, plan. Right, right. It's just, okay, here's the next thing to do. Go do it now, now, now. Yep. 
so we have to chase after this guy and we see him hanging out by the Lancers Guild and he's clearly forlorn. He's staring off into the creek, sighing heavily. And we say, hello, yes, sorry about that. Uh, How can we help you? And his name is uh, Kemalane. And he apologizes for behavior, you know, like walking in there and demanding priority and all that. He's like, I I get that that wasn't, you know, an appropriate way of doing this. But basically, I wanted a Toskin jacket for my son. He wants to enlist in the Whalers. I wanted to give him something that he could um, wear and pass down to his son, et cetera, et cetera. And I... You know, I, I'm just trying to save a little money. And I heard about this other Gridanian leather brand. And I thought, oh, that's great. So I bought a toteskin jacket from them. And good Lord, it was bad. And I myself was a whaler in my younger days. And, you know, I can I know quality work when I see it. And like this, this thing wouldn't protect my son long enough for him to even have a son. So now I'm feeling a little embarrassed. And I should have just spent the money I should have spent. Lesson learned. And so we go back to Jiva and let her know this conversation. And um, she's like, okay, make the best goddamn toad skin jacket you can make. We do it. It's our finest work yet, says Jiva. So we head off to gift it to the father. Well, he still, he still pays for it. So it's not a gift. Does he? I thought. Oh, yeah. I think we give it to him. No, he's still spending the money. But we do just like whip it up for him. We head off to give it to the father, and he is thrilled, recognizing our practical adventuring experience appearing in the work itself, knowing how it feels to be in the field, right? wearing the armor. Yep. Like, we've, we've been there. We know what's important, and that comes through. Back at the guild, Jiva is sick of this anger botha nonsense, and she wonders if they'll appear in the upcoming exhibition. God, hmm. Yeah. Are they going to have the balls to show up? Methinks, yes. Two of them. God damn it. <laughs> so now Jiva is starting to freak out. She insists that the whole guild's quality is slipping. Uneven seams, slipshod stamping, this whole place has gone to shit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure nothing has changed. She's just having a, a little freak out. Oh, and Right. The pressures of all of these things. You know, yeah. having to handle all of the commissions as well as prepare for the exhibition. Yeah, basically, we are the only saving grace. So at this point, and we did this same thing in the blacksmith's um, quest line, where we had to show up, make something fucking awesome to remind everybody why they became leather workers in the first place. Um, You know, show them what commitment and passion looks like, get their juices flowing again and their anger both is... That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Yeah, that's... This is this is a very short little thing. Yeah. So we just what is it? Borskin ring bands. Yes. I think. We make the ring bands. They're not perfect, but we have shown devotion to the craft, and that is the message we want to send, regardless. Perfect. You're welcome. So hopefully this will inspire those layabouts to do better. I'm sure it will. And then Jiva reminisces about when we first arrived, when she thought it'd be easier to make us into a saddle than a leather worker, but she's been proven wrong. And she's happy for that. Yes. Good thing, too, since she's about to get very busy prepping for this upcoming exhibition. So we are going to be made her personal assistant Great. to handle the day-to-day commissions while she works on the commission piece. God. Sorry. Or the exhibition stuff. Exhibition piece. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. So this is where we show up for our next assignment. And 
she's in the middle of this thing. Rolger, take me. Of all the times for this particular order to come in, ugh. A new order has come in for a pair of boarskin Smithy's gloves. And don't they know that she's busy? <laughs> right. And I mean, actually, at the end of this quest, like everybody is so aware of the Leatherworkers Guild's operations. It's kind of weird that they're so in tune, like all of these rumors floating around about the inner operational machinations of the guild. It, like everybody knows what's going on, which seems bad. I don't know. Like, we shouldn't be, like, airing our dirty laundry like that, but whatever. Yeah, but it's kind of a house on fire, honestly. (laughs) Totally, yeah. And I mean, like, I guess some people would be aware that there's an exhibition, but I'm you can't assume that, especially the Smith, which he's probably from Blimsa, right? Like, he's not going to know about the Gridanian exhibition. Like, maybe? I don't know. I'm sure word gets around. Anyway, so, I mean, she's just speaking out of frustration. You know, sure. Doesn't he know I'm busy? Like, well, probably not. But at the same time, no, his mean, request is unreasonable. It's. I think that he, he doesn't know that she's busy. He just wants oh, no. some no, no, gloves. No. He's just, you know, he was told um, to make a very... Okay, so let's go for, over the request first. So the order that he placed is a pair of Borskin Smithy's gloves made by Jiva herself. Yikes. Um, using her famous patterns. And I want it yesterday. Um, so, you know, for those of us who have ever worked in a similar environment, when you're making something that takes time, if you want it, I mean, you've got, okay, it's time, quality, cost. You can have two of the three. So this guy wants all three. And that's like a frustrating, just, it's, it's the reality of dealing with people who buy stuff from you. I don't think that he is demanding all three. I think he just shows up saying, hey, I want some of these gloves. I heard they were great. And then Jiva, who is obsessed with the exhibition, just... Well, it's because, you know, there's a whole, like I said, atelier in there. And with lots of, um, you know, very talented craftspeople who handle the hordes of Fen'il commissions, right? Mm -hmm. But this guy wants Jiva herself to do it. It's like, you know... I want Chanel, but I want Carl Lagerfeld to make my shit. This read to me is kind of like a bumpkin coming in, not knowing shit about the operation, saying not Chanel. irrelevant. <laughs> that's gonna, no, that's gonna that's gonna bother me. Oh my god! Anyway, it feels like a bumpkin coming in saying, "I want these nice gloves from Jiva because I heard she was great." Not being aware of the overall operation, like he he Correct. works in like a, a one person shop. Oh yeah, he's no idea. He has yeah. no idea. Yeah, he he was like my friend said. That, you know, Jiva stuff is the best. And so that's what I asked for, you know. Um, so he's he's ignorant of, 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 of the process. And, you know, he's, it's fine. But Jiva is, she's like, you know, uh, this guy will not be able to tell the difference. If I make it, if you make it, if like a gubu's ass makes it. So you're going to make it and it's he's going he's gonna to fucking like it. That's like not a great attitude. <laughs> But at the same time, she knows that we can make some good shit. So she's like, you're going to make it and it's going to look exactly the same as as my shit. And that's like the best compliment I could possibly give you in the most roundabout way. Except it's missing the signature pattern, though. They're going to be great gloves, but they're not going to be Fen Ill style. Well, it'll no, it'll be the Fen Ill style. Maybe not like, quote unquote, Jiva's pattern. Oh, because- that's what I mean. There's like a distinct design that she won't make because um in the past she had 
made this bag that was super popular and it spurred tons of knockoffs. It was a toad skin bag and people and their frenzy to get this Cash bag in. and these knockoffs almost hunted the toads to extinction. Yeah. So now she's very careful about actually using these distinct patterns to make sure there's no rush on an animal. Yeah. So she's like, you go make some boar skin gloves. They'll be great. They're not going to be the gloves, but they'll still be great gloves. Correct. Yeah. So she adjusted her pattern making um, strategy so that if people, you know, deconstructed her stuff, they would be like kind of forced into being as efficient as possible with the hides. Like, good for you, girlfriend. Like, she's she's very aware of like the responsibility. So we we made the gloves and we go find the guy and give them and he's he's like so excited. He's like, oh my God, I have a delivery from Fen Il like any moment now. I'm so excited. And we were like, oh, that's us. We're yeah. here to give you the gloves. From Fen Il from the famous leather worker Jiva. She, Can't wait to put them on. He's so cute. Oh, he's so excited <laughs> for these things. And we give them to him and he's just like, whoa, whoa, these are the best fucking gloves I've ever worn my expectations were high, but good God. I mean, these just blow them away. And at this point, we can no longer, like, hold the secret in. Like, you didn't make them, we did. <laughs> Please forgive us. It gives you the option to lie. Right. But if you try to lie, because I was curious if it could stay a secret. I've never done the lie. I, mean, I, c- I can't bring myself to do it. It gives you one of those infinite loops. Uh, what's on your mind there? Something seems amiss. <laughs> And then He's you get a chance. It out of you. you get a chance to lie or tell the truth. If you conceal the secret again, the same dialogue repeats oh, indefinitely. Wow. Okay. All right. So, so I mean, that's great. I I didn't know that because I always pick like I have to tell the truth. So we admit that it was us that made his gloves and not uh, Jiva. And he kind of like stutters for a bit, and he's like, I, <laughs> I I could give two shits. Like, I don't know what the fuck you guys do with, with leather. Like, I don't know how that works. All I know is that these are fucking amazing. The only reason, you know, I, I put the request on the order form that I did is because my friend was like, oh, yeah, no, you should get, uh, you know, Jiva's gloves. They are they are peerless quality. And so he just kind of like, all right, and copied what his friend told him to say. And uh, no, he's 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 stoked and we don't have to hold the lie inside of our souls anymore. And everything's great. The moral is it's OK to lie. <laughs> <laughs> the truth will out. Um, and no one gets hurt. No one gets hurt. No one gets mad. We return to the guild later, and we are looking impressive. We look like we could do the work of three men. Good, because that's exactly what I need you to do. <laughs> because three of the employees have just walked out. Yeah, they bailed. For reasons unknown. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, like you said, hostile work environment. Their commissions are unfinished. So we're going to pick up from these guys and wrap them all up. We are going to make a high-quality raptor skin fingerless gloves, raptor skin targe, and raptor skin choker. The latter item is two months past due. Yeah. For a fucking choker. Okay. Well, she should have just fired that guy. Good thing he left. You know, good riddance. That's ridiculous. Two months for a choker. Come on. Okay. Anyway, um, now we have to make these three things and deliver them to the three customers. Um, you know, it goes okay until it doesn't. <laughs> right. So uh, the stops are um, Pimo Nelha at the Conjurer's Guild, uh, who is the glove commissioner. They are so impressed by these gloves that that Jiva can maintain the quality with this upcoming exhibition. See? And, you know, like, 
Okay, she's, I mean, obviously she's Gridanian, so she's, it's not her first exhibition rodeo. She probably knows, like, all about that. I feel and, like and it's she's very probably commissioned them before. Here. Yeah. I think this is like the talk the town, like, one thing total, going on yeah. per the month. The exhibition. Yep. Yeah, it's a big fucking deal. So that, that makes sense. And then we drop off the targe at the card line canopy. Lurik is the recipient a week late, but with this kind of quality, he'd wait twice as long. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. And then the big one. And then this bitch. With Nago Jawantel. <sighs> she just really, okay. She's like, you leather worker charlatan fucks, you better have my choker or else. And we give it to her. And initially, she she cannot hide the fact that she is very impressed by the craftsmanship. But she checks herself because I'm sure... For the last however many weeks, she's been going over and over and over this speech in her mind and couldn't wait to unleash it upon us when we'd finally delivered this thing. That, I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff that she says that, you know, your clients want speed and they want quality. You provide neither. Um, the cost is exorbitant and you need to watch yourselves because you guys will be run out of business before long with these other competitors in the run- that are on the market and like fuck off and then she walks away. Finally, Jiva is remorseful about all of these delays and the customer's complaints. So she is dropping out of the exhibition. It's prideful to prioritize this contest over the actual orders. Yep. Yep. And when this happens, she becomes swamped with orders. It seems like withdrawing has not hurt the business yet as she is overwhelmed. So we go out to deliver one choker for Jiva that Jiva has made to one of her clients. We um, find this guy, and uh, his name is um, Dawid. Dawid? Dawid, I think. Dawid, yeah. Right away, this guy looks sus. Right away. He's some like greasy douchebag. This game uses the curl print stuff I as know. a tell of uh, D-bags I know. or blowhards. Yeah. Like, uh-oh, you've got curl print lined... Blouse, a, a curl print lined blouse on. He has one, no taste, and is going to be some kind of asshole. So let's let's find out. Don't forget. Um, oh no, got he's the, got he's got a whole thing. The on. shades. So he's got the the Ringo sunglasses. You know the pince nez, and he's got the greasy oil slick backed hairdo, a soul patch. Yeah. Um, and like shitty default sandals on. If you're naked, if you're in your small clothes, those are the shoes you're wearing. And those are the shoes he's wearing. He likes a casual work environment. It's It speaks to, like, overall, this look speaks to a man who has, again, no taste, um, but he's very concerned about appearances, but also not because he just has no awareness about his footwear. Anyway, so, like, this guy. So we deliver the choker and um, he has some words about it. Like, oh, this is, this clearly took a lot of time and a lot of effort. And um, I mean, which makes sense because the design is completely overwrought. What is this about now? What's going on here? So then the shoe drops. He asks us, why don't you quit the guild and come work for me? Jiva is like a horrifying taskmaster and she does not run a tight ship. She's overly concerned with these elaborate procedures and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, who you don't need like a a perfect fucking stitch when a suitable stitch will do. Well, he introduces himself like I am the proprietor of 
Angerbotha's apparel and accoutrement um, at your service, whatever. Oh, uh, also, quote unquote, Gridania's premier producer of leather goods. Right. So the sh- the third shoe drops. The mass resignations. Oh, that's me poaching your shit. Yeah, they're, they, they've all gone to work for me now. Also, bummer that you guys pulled out of the exhibition. I was really looking forward to stomping your asses. Okay, ta-ta. We report back to Jiva, and she is incensed. (laughs) Apparently, the other leather workers in town have been withdrawing from the competition, so Angerbotha is sure to win, almost unopposed. Right. And she cannot stand the thought of these hacks winning, so we're going to take over the exhibition now. Like, that's it. We, we can't let this go. We this it's, it's an emergency. Now we need to introduce something for the expedition. It's- so Jiva and Dawid go way back. He was also an adventurer turned crafter like us, but Jiva delivered some harsh criticisms to his work, which severely hurt his feelings. <laughs> and he's resolved now to remake the standards of Gridanian leatherworking for the worse. Jiva will not allow this. She cannot stand to let some slapshod, wasteful practices become the new norm. So we are going to save leatherworking as we know it in Gridania by making a high-quality raptor skin jerkin melded with a Gatherer's Grasp 3 materia Woo! and show it off. We make the thing and bring the goods to Estain, the exhibition contact at the amphitheater. Side note, Jen, not sure if you ran into this, but the materials for this jerkin were like impossible to find on our server. Really? Maybe you you got lucky. Maybe someone posted something for you. I had to go server hopping to get the, um, I think it's like undyed felt Felt? and electrum. Really? If I'm recalling correctly for this thing. Yeah. And I could not find them not being marked up to shit. I found these like no problem. I I may have overspent on the undyed felt because I'm like I'm not I'm I'm like I'm tired. It's it was like I think it was like a thousand gil. I'm like okay, fine. <laughs> so for Weaver, I found the raw materials for a decent price, and I kind of I worked the way up the crafting tree to make the felt. And then for the Electrum, though, we haven't done Goldsmith yet, so I couldn't make it. So we had to go server hopping to find Electrum at a That's reasonable right. price. That's right. Yeah, because you're doing it with your um. With shoe, yeah, with a podcast character, yeah, that yeah. that is more difficult. the The thing, even though I did New Game Plus, I actually had a problem. I had that same problem with cobalt rivets. I was just gonna go buy some cobalt rivets, and um, there were like three for sale, and the cheapest one was like nine thousand dollars, and then there was a high quality one for ninety nine million or something. <laughs> like fuck you guys. So then I had to switch over to blacksmith, and that I actually had to make it because I I don't server hop. I don't know what the deal is with some things will randomly have like a super overpriced yeah. on the list. No, that's some kind of laundering s- yeah. scam. So sometimes <laughs> it's people trying to transfer money between alts. So they'll list like something for some dumb price on one character. Yeah. And then the alt will buy it, transferring money to the poorer character. I've seen that beforehand. But some just like sit out there forever. So either it's like some gold selling shit yeah or someone's hoping someone will misclick like an idiot you know listeners if you have some insight for us that's always just plagued the back of my mind like why why is this a thing because it's like literally every single entry has like one of those it's gonna be like a 99 million dollar thing i need these rivets so badly yeah i'll pay any price something's up and i don't know enough about it about the economy here to 
know like what scam is anywho we we have the jerkin we're going to the exhibition which of course is at miketo's amphitheater and we barely make it in time Woo! and good thing too because there are very few entrants yeah she seems concerned because she's she also seems like anger both is here and if you guys hadn't shown up then like all hell would have broken loose in the industry so thank god Jiva shows up just in time as well to watch our imminent success. Indeed. So the staff have lined up a row of dummies on the stage, and each one is wearing a seemingly identical jerkin. And the judges assemble, and we get a lot of familiar faces here. Yeah. There's Beaton from the Carpenter's Guild, Fufuka from the Botanist's Guild, Mother Miyun. Mm-hmm. Yuane from the Lancer's Guild and Lucianne from the Archer's Guild. Yeah, and we also get a bonus Pajal. <laughs> yeah, we've we've not met this guy before, but this is O App Pessi. So the announcer, Mycenta, announces that the judging will begin, and all the judges crowd around the stage to discuss the characteristics of each jerkin. Meanwhile, Jiva and Dawid verbally spar in the background about the quality versus quantity debate. Yeah. Um, well, it's what happens is the Angrabotha jerkin is presented first for assessment. And so the um, feedback is given. So we, we hear some feedback from Ewain and we hear some from Beaton about um, Angrabotha's jerkin. And um, Ewain, uh, you know, says this is this is this is function over form. Um, there were many skins used to layer on top of each other for protection. Um, the cuts are rugged, yet, yet serviceable. You know, I, I'd wear this. You know, this is this seems pretty good. And Dawid is like, fuck yeah. And then uh, Beaton takes a look and he's like, well, you know, the, the tanning is a little clumsy, but it looks sturdy. And at this point, Dawid thinks he's got this in the bag. And then we show up with Shiva. And she's like, how many fucking raptors had to die to make that mess of a jerkin? And he turns around. He's like, yeah, well, that mess of a jerkin is about to win, bitch. And she's like, oh, because we've just entered our own. And then and then he's like, fuck. Just then, our dummy is placed forward for judging. And it literally sparkles. It's, it's, it is. It looks exactly the same, but it sparkles. So you know it's better. Because it's high quality. Yeah. And we receive glowing reviews all around. This practically exudes the life force of the the creatures that make up the jerkin. Indeed. And that's from the Pajal, so you know they're telling the truth. Yep. We win, of course, by <laughs> yeah. unanimous vote. Yes. Just then, a wood whaler shows up looking for Dawid. Yeah. Dawid? Yes? Yes. Uh, I'm here because we are investigating accusations of harassment, extortion, counterfeiting and poaching if you wouldn't mind coming with me and we can discuss these matters in private and he turns to like he's gonna like he's gonna run but then another wood wheeler slides right in front of him he's got nowhere to go so off they march he's going to jail yeah he's super boned yeah so he was trying to stack the deck Oh, I can see the harassment. He's probably harassing employees of the guild. He is maybe extorting potential merchants or distributors, um, uh, counterfeiting, obviously, and uh, poaching, obviously. He seems like he wouldn't care where or how he got his skins. Nope. And that's bad. 
I mean, if the Woodwillers didn't get him, the Elemental certainly would at some point. Debatable these days. <laughs> Fair. So the others head off and we return to the guild with Jiva. She is proud of our work and she can now focus on commissions full time now that the exhibition is passed. Also, many defecting leather workers are now returning for their old jobs, <sighs> which will ease the workload. And she's in an unusually forgiving mood. And we'll accept them back without turning them to saddles. Yeah, turncoats. But if they cross her again, they'll have a second life as subligars. <laughs> For Chaktum. Yeah. <laughs> and a thousand hapless apprentices are worth it for one such as ourselves, who has become a true master of the craft. The end. Ta-da! Loved it. It's totally invested. Um, it felt the the ending was so satisfying, and the buildup was just long enough. It was great. Just yeah. a little, uh, just a little drop of an initial like mm, rumblings, and then it just you know goes from there and like I uh, just the the best trajectory. Yeah, this felt paced very well. Mm -hmm. it, it didn't have like the long okay make a thing. Make another thing. Okay, now here's the story. Right. And then you got to shove all this crap into, you know, two levels worth of quests. Yeah. Also, I, I love whenever we get to bring in other characters and like having every single character in that exhibition, except for the Bajal, be someone that we knew was cool. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, here's here's the guys. You know these people. Yeah. It was, it's, it's great. Any other comments, Jen? No. Okay. Next time, we are taking a trip into the Sunken Temple of Karn. See you then. And that'll do it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, um, if you want to get in touch, you can. Um, we got email. Uh, e e e e email. <laughs> podreturnffxiv at gmail.com or via twitter at podreturn and uh, with that we hope you enjoyed the episode have a great day and we will see you next time